Tony, today we're going to talk about a very important, serious topic. Estate planning 101. 101 KDWB. No, 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 Tony. Tony. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, Your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for listening this week to Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show. We're going to talk about Estate Planning 101. And this is a follow-up to a webinar we did yesterday for people that follow us, our clients. Uh, We did a Lunch and Learn webinar on this, and we had a special guest, one of the estate planning attorneys that we partner a lot with and works with a lot of our clients, Matt McClenahan from Orchard Law. And this is part of our quarterly educational webinar series. Last quarter, we did one talking about inflation. Earlier in the year, we talked about taxes. We'll have another one coming up here this winter. And it's an important topic that is something we talk to our clients a lot about and help them to make some progress on the estate planning front because it's one of those things that everybody loves to put off as much as possible, even more so than paying or preparing for taxes each year. Yeah. People really put off estate planning and I'm seeing this a lot right now. I'm experiencing it, I guess, firsthand is what I should say, Jeff, because, you know, my grandfather recently passed away. We talk about him on the show, Grandpa Bob, 101. Uh, The doctor said he's one of the few people that he can actually say died of old age and how fortunate he was. So we're lucky in that. So it's not necessarily a sad thing. He went peacefully in his sleep, didn't have any major diseases, didn't suffer, was mentally sharp right up until the end. But my point is the estate issue. And estate planning is so key. And even when you think, okay, I've got a will, I'm, I'm set, there were still things that were left unanswered. The family didn't talk. And so there was some dissension amongst his four children. And he had a lot of different assets, uh, the farm, the farm equipment and the land. And I just wish they had worked with a better financial advisor along with the attorney who had the big picture in mind for all of them and had brought them together to discuss it. Yeah, it's that is tough. And that's a classic, unfortunate example of the things that happen every day that um, we see in our practice and the estate planning attorneys that we work with that share stories. And sorry, your family, sorry for your loss. And I'm sorry that your family is is going through that. Well, and usually it's one person who just doesn't, you know, feel like it's fair. And I think they've got it worked out now and they're all good people. You know, Uh, it's a great family and they're, they all love one another, but I can see the tension and the problems that can be created from it. Yeah, definitely. So you got to have a plan and you got to communicate openly, right? You do. And it, that can be awkward. Uh, a lot of families, most families don't talk about money. It's, it's, uh, you know, in our family, my grandpa, Bob and my dad and his brother, 
his sister was fine with it, but his dad and his brother and him, that's an, you don't talk about that. Yep. They never did, not with each other. So that's where the problems come in. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and isn't it though? Kind of the theme of this conversation is to, if you're someone who has not yet put your estate plan together is to do something today that your future self will thank you for as you put a little bit of time and effort in now and it's not fun it costs money and all this stuff that we don't want to deal with but it will make things a lot easier for you down the road if you have health situations that come up which is what most people face or your family if you're no longer here and they're sitting around the table and talking about what do we do next things are laid out clear communicated everybody's on the same page and so it takes some work to get to that point so a lot of what we're going to talk about here today in the show is something matt mcclenahan went through and discussed yesterday of things to consider in the estate planning process and the first question that we had for matt that we talked through was what is estate planning because it's kind of this ethereal you know big big fancy term estate planning and it applies to everybody as we'll talk about but the main areas in an estate plan involve health care so health care decisions and things that we'll talk about distribution of assets your things when you're no longer here but also the administration of your estate and that's the the classic area that most people think about when it comes to estate planning but really health care is is equally important and third is the appointment of fiduciaries, people who can speak for you, act for you when you cannot. Yeah. So those are the three high-level areas with estate planning. If you dig into health care, there's some things that we want to consider and look at. The first is having a proxy, so someone that can speak for you and make decisions on your behalf. Sure. So they would need a power of attorney then, maybe that person, like healthcare directive? Yep. And there are a number of different terms for that is uh, thinking of that as a healthcare form, because depending on your state and location, and there are different versions of the form, but thinking of, of it as a healthcare form, but sure. oftentimes you hear healthcare directive is a common one. Yeah. And that is going to help provide guidance uh, for that person that can make decisions for you and laying out, here's what I want to have happen. We all think of the classic pull the plug or not the plug, pull the plug situation, but it goes a lot deeper than that, you know, medications and care and so forth. Uh, also allows if set up properly permitting discussion of private health information with broader family members. So if you're that person that's making decisions and you have 15 family members asking you what's going on, enabling you to be able to share that information if appropriate and also memorial instructions. So if you are no longer here, what do you want to have happen uh, with your body and the ceremony and all that fun stuff? So there's a number of different areas to think about in the healthcare realm. Now, if you move to the second one, the distribution of assets, administration, uh, your final affairs, three high level things to think about. Number one is who, so which family members or churches or charities are your things going to go to? Who do you want to get what? Dollar amounts, percentages. There's so many ways that you can structure your estate plan to uh, do this properly. And pausing for a moment, I should have mentioned this at the beginning. Neither Tony, I, or I are attorneys. Uh, Tony's played one on TV, but you want (laughs) to... No, that was a doctor. I play a doctor on the radio, but uh, I'm not an actual doctor and you're not an attorney. But I know that for your clients, Jeff, you're a fiduciary, a financial advisor, a financial services professional, and you work alongside estate planning attorneys 
to help your clients with these things. And you're kind of that fiduciary who takes a, the big picture view, right? Yes. Yes. Since I open up that rabbit hole, if we step back and look at <laughs> right. high level, what we do at Paladin Financial for our clients and any good advisor should be doing is helping to weave together a comprehensive plan that's going to address not only your financial matters, which include your investments, your things, your assets, your 401k, IRA, and all that, but also look at taxes. What are you paying now and in the future and how do you minimize taxes and or your family minimize taxes long-term. It's not just a one-year decision. And the third piece of that pie is the estate plan. Everything we do on the financial side is going to eventually have an estate planning impact <laughs> later, whether you're using life insurance or how you structure your beneficiaries, whether or not you're using a trust. We want to make sure that all of these things work together. So that's sure. why part of our planning process and what we do for our clients is to review their estate plan, make sure that um, any gaps are plugged by utilizing an estate planning attorney to do that. So going back to the distribution of assets, the administration, your final affairs, the who is, who's going to get what, the how relates to how are they going to get that? Is it you pass away and those funds go outright to those people? Uh, or is it something the beneficiary can control? And the reason for that might be to protect assets, let's say from a divorce, uh, whether or not your kid might be able to decide whether or not uh, an asset is going to be received, or you might have third party controlled. So if you have a minor or someone who has special needs or even a parent that uh, you're taking care of, you could specify how they're going to receive funds over time. Uh, there might be addiction issues or so many different things. So yeah. the key with the, having a good estate plan is to understand it can be flexible. It's not a cookie cutter. Every person's situation is different and making sure you have the right plan for you and your family. So we talked about the who and the how, when would be, when do they receive those funds? Mm. So is that immediately after your passing? Uh, is it after the passing of your surviving spouse? Uh, do kids need to work, wait until age 25 or 30 or whatever it might be before they have their assets, or maybe they have to wait for three years after your passing to make sure they're, they're, uh, making good decisions and have a little bit of time that's passed before spending assets potentially. Yeah. So the, the, who, the, how, and the, when are important ones. And, uh, there are also special assets and situations that we'll talk about that, might come into play. A common one here in Minnesota, cabins. Seems like everybody has a cabin oh, yeah. in the yeah, family. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. Uh, family farms, you mentioned with your family. So yep. if you have four siblings or four kids that are going to be inheriting a farm or a cabin, they're not necessarily all going to agree on what to happen. Three of those might want to sell it. The other one wants to keep it in the family. How do you navigate that? The best time to do that, figure that out is now. Is ahead of time, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, let me tell you from experience, that is so true. Yeah. Uh, remarriage protection is another consideration to ensure that your kids are receiving their legacy eventually and you don't want your, your assets to potentially go to what will be a, a future former son-in-law or daughter-in-law, for sure. example. yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about special needs. So there's so many things to consider there. And then nowadays, another big one that's growing every year is our digital assets. Uh, not your necessarily like NFTs, things like that. Crypto, those are important. But who has access to your email account, to your Twitter uh, account, sure, all these yeah. different things. Passwords and mm -hmm. uh, access. Yeah. Yep. So there's a lot of things to consider in, in that category. 
the the next piece is appointment of fiduciary. So again, who can act on your behalf? We talked about healthcare decisions, but you also have the complement of that is the financial decision, and that's the power of attorney uh, or durable power of attorney, for example, that would kick in to enable someone to make financial decisions if you cannot. Uh, what happens after your passing? How is how are things going to be administered? and uh, taking care of your estate over time, which can take quite some time. So those are things to think about in the estate planning process and give you an idea of what's involved in that. Now, the outcome, if you don't have a good estate plan in place, well, the good news is the, the state of Minnesota or wherever you live, the state has one for you, but it might not be the one that you want for your family. So not having an estate plan that you formally put together means that you relinquish control and you're turning that over to the state's process and understand the state's estate plan for you is designed to, yes, to a degree protect you and your, your assets and your legacy, but it's also there to protect creditors, interested parties, and the state's own interest if they're owed any funds along the way. Uh, Matt mentioned in the webinar yesterday, he has a, a case he's worked on uh, here recently where there are 43 parties they have to notify throughout oh my the, the probate process. So you can imagine the, the cost, the time, the delay involved in that piece of it. So yeah. <clears throat> we want to make sure we have that plan in place. Well, yeah. And that's huge. You didn't mention pets. I imagine that's something you want to include in the will. Who's going to get the pet or who's going to take care of it. Uh, mm-hmm. it, sound, it sounds trivial, but to some people it's not. It's a family member and a great asset for some families. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And not only who would take care of them, but setting aside assets to make sure they're yeah. taken care of. Yep. So we know all the, the unfun things that happen by not having a plan in place. So why do we put off doing this? We know we're not going to live forever. We know- right. There's a pretty high likelihood we're going to have some... And you can't take it with you. That's right. Yep. Right. So why do we do that? Well, the yeah. biggest biggest thing is procrastination. It's an unfun process, typically. It's something that uh, can be complicated depending on your situation. And as people in general, we, we often avoid things that we don't understand. Right. I don't know how to do this, so let me put it off and shuffle paper around and do something else. Yeah rather than dig in and figure that out. So that's where having a good financial planner and investment advisor in your corner, a good estate planning attorney to help you navigate this is really important. A common one I hear from people and why they put it off is it doesn't really matter. I don't have quote unquote much in assets and most of my things are going to go directly to beneficiaries through uh, accounts that I have. So it doesn't really matter. But again, if you don't have a, a plan in place, you're opting in for the state's plan, and most people don't want that. Yeah, I mean, your plan will at least keep most parties involved happy, if not all. But the state's plan, no one might be happy. It could leave everybody unhappy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And understand the, the probate process, which means if you die with or without a will, uh, your estate is going to go through probate if you have a small estate, there are some exemptions to get around that. And for most people, a lot of their assets and majority of their assets will bypass the probate process if they're setting beneficiaries up properly. Yeah, that beneficiary designation mm-hmm. is a huge. I think that's a key thing. It's probably coming up here, but yeah, yep. you've been mentioning it. 
but you have a house, cars, personal belongings. If you don't have anything in place, that is going to go through the probate process in most situations. So avoiding that, avoiding uh, family arguing over whatever an ashtray down the road. Ashtrays and maybe not the best yeah. analogy nowadays. Yeah. Well, my grandpa really had things spelled out in his will, but one thing wasn't his truck. He had a relatively new, big, expensive pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And my dad thought it got indications that he would get it, and my dad's brother had got indications that he would get it. Mm. So you know, there, these things happen. Yeah. Can't split a truck. No, you have mm. to sell it and split the proceeds, or one has to buy the other one out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we want to avoid that situation and taking one bite out of a time out of this at a, at, at a time is important. Making a decision, I think, first of all, that, hey, we want some help with this versus doing it ourselves. So make that decision. We want some help if that's what's right for you. And then finding an estate planning attorney that can help you out with that is important. And I kind of my mantra this year is don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Don't spend a year researching estate planning attorneys, find, you know, do some due diligence, find one, move forward with it. Yeah. Um, you can adjust later. Yeah. That's one way of procrastinating saying, I just haven't found the right person. Yeah. It's like, no, you have to make a decision uh, sooner rather than later. Yep. So some of the benefits of having a good estate plan, you control who gets what, when they get it, how they get it. As Tony talked about, having family harmony continue as much as possible because everything's laid out. Yep. You can designate guardians. So again, having control over who might take care of kids or special needs or even uh, elderly parents. Determine who can speak for you if you cannot. Who has access to assets if you're incapacitated. And again, with probate, avoiding that as much as possible. The time involved, the publicity the costs involved in probate. We talked on the webinar yesterday about people oftentimes don't want to spend X thousand dollars to have a good estate plan in place, but you're, you're paying a multiple of that. Your family is paying a multiple of that later on down the road by not having that in place because of the probate process. Attorneys are involved and it could take six months, a year or longer to be able to get your assets. And it can cost a lot more than just hiring an estate planning attorney and getting it done. Yeah, exactly. So those are some things to consider in the estate planning process. You're going to meet, if you're working with an estate planning attorney, before they meet with you, they'll typically send out a questionnaire and ask you to complete that questionnaire where you're listing out your assets, your family situation, basic information. So when you sit down, and a lot of attorneys do provide a complimentary consultation where they'll meet with you, understand your situation, and give you some high-level thoughts on what you could do. And the time involved in that, usually that's about an you know, hour, hour and a half in preparing for that meeting. You have the meeting itself. And from there, you decide, do you want to engage with that attorney or not? Yeah. And again, the cost is going to vary based on whether you're doing a will or trust or what other moving parts. Are but involved. it's not just for the wealthy. Some people say, well, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't make that much money or I don't have that many assets. I don't need an estate plan. Yeah. No, not true. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're making things more difficult for your family later. Yeah, and more costly down the road. Yep. Yeah. So some things to be careful about in the estate planning process is don't just check the box and, okay, I got my will in place or I got my trust in place, but actually take a little bit of time and understand what that is saying. 
have your attorney draw things out. I know Matt, uh, in his process has kind of a flow chart where he'll show here's what happens to assets. Um, if you pass, if you decide you're doing this on your own, be careful if you're doing kind of a paint by number, you know, type of approach, whether it's legal zoom or mama bear or something like that, those can be great. Uh, but just be aware of the limitations, the lack of customization often that will come along with that. Uh, another one is <clears throat> having a piecemeal plan. So maybe you downloaded a free will off the internet and you've got a healthcare thing over here and it's kind of a hodgepodge and not coordinated. And also work with an attorney if you decide to use an, an attorney, work one, with one that's not a jack of all trades where they do contracts and real estate and this. And oh, by the way, yeah, I also do estate planning. I generally would, would steer away from that. Yeah, good advice. I think those are all really important things to be careful about when you're creating a plan. So uh, what's next for our listeners out there? Yeah, take some action on what we've talked about today. If you don't have an estate plan in place, get something going. If you have an estate plan in place and it's been 10, 12, 15 years and births and deaths and marriages and whatnot that have occurred along the way, you should have your estate planning documents reviewed. So do something today again that your future self and your family will thank you for later on down the road. Avoid that procrastination. Make a decision to do something and uh, move that forward. And again, if you're interested in sitting down and, and meeting with us and we can review your situation, not only your estate plan, but a lot of other areas that we're, we help our clients with, make sure that you're on track for retirement, you're saving for retirement, you're maximizing all of your resources, give us a call. You can contact us at 651-842-8406 or online at financialpaladin.com or you can email us at info at financialpaladin.com. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.